Hello, and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, the host of The Wedding Dish and CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. Thank you so much for tuning into The Wedding Dish. Let's dish. So today we have two awesome guests with us um, and they're humans, uh, which is another amazing piece. So uh, we have my little French bulldog bud, Clouseau, hanging out in his podcasting chair. And we have Dill Pickle, who is hanging out with my guests, cuddling between his two favorite humans. Um, Johanna and Chad, thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to dish with you about your wedding day. Thank you. Thank you. yeah, I'm super excited. So little background, we actually met right in the beginning of the pandemic, was it, or maybe mid-pandemic, um, because the dogs met at, you know, a socially distant birthday party for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I've actually gotten to meet Dill in person, and he is a big brisket. Mm-hmm. He is about 90 pounds. he's so sweet um well first of all let's talk a little bit about um your first date okay um so our first date uh i set it up and we actually met and went to a comic book convention in dc that was the very first date i love that i love that and how did that go um, well, we, well, obviously it went well cause we got, married, <laughs> but, um, it, it was, I, obviously I enjoyed it. We walked around and talked, um, looked at a lot of the exhibits. Um, I got yelled at by one of the staff because I was taking pictures of some of the cast of the walking dead and I wasn't supposed to. So, um, they yelled at me and told me to stop. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it was a, you know, a whole new world. Cause, uh, you know, of course I'm familiar like with star Wars and all this comic book stuff, but you know, I'd never been to a comic book convention. So, you know, all the swords and the dress up, you know, it was very interesting. Um, <laughs> so I just remember, um, cause you were running a little bit late because he had to buy some Tic Tacs and I had told him I had some breath mints. I could have given them to you, but that's, and I just remember him, you know, coming out of the Metro the convention center. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. That's, that's kind of like our humor. So <laughs> that, uh, that was, that was also my first comic book convention that oh, I went really? to. Yeah. That's my very oh, first one. That, yeah. So. Oh, they didn't. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the that was the first date. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely the most, um, I guess, unusual first date as far as the activity that we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that's so cool. I love it. You get the sense of who each of you are right away, um, and I think it's really fun to incorporate something you're super passionate about into you know, meeting somebody and going out for the first time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, because um, we met online first and, you know, was sending messages. But I wrote in my message or in my profile something about the Golden Girls and he responded to that. So I was like, oh, he knows. Because uh, my mom was, my mom's a huge Golden Girls fan. So... Yeah, and then I somehow made a comment about the Justice League, and I said, oh, Batman is like a superhero. And then he said, no, no. Batman is not. Well, and that's he's just, not. Okay, anyway, he, so that started the spark. He's a, he's, a, he's a caped crusader. He's not, he doesn't okay. have any superpowers. Yeah. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Unless making money is a superpower because yeah, well, that's a lot like, of money. <laughs> That's why I said his superpower, it's like he said in the actual uh, Justice League movie that his superpower is being rich. I mean, that's, <laughs> and there are other people built his tech for him. He He's not like uh, Iron Man, like Tony Stark builds his own tech. He didn't even build it. He just paid someone to build it for him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's off topic. <laughs> the more you know, people, the more you know. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I love that um, I wanted I, – I'm definitely going to go swing back around to uh, talking about some of these little traditions and incorporating them into your wedding. But before we get there, let's stop off first at the proposal. Tell me a little bit about how you proposed. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so I um, – you know, I – bought the the engagement ring and um it was in i think it was june or july of 2016 uh her sister from new york came down to visit and so i got all of them together um my wife didn't know that we were all getting together <clears throat> and we met at her sister's um apartment uh building in dc and so I asked uh, her parents if it was okay if I uh, if I proposed to to their daughter. Um, I know it's a little old school, but uh, you know I, it was important that um, that I got their blessing um, that I could ask her. And they actually recorded it. It's it's I, I told you how long it is. It's a long long video. They wanted to record it, and, yeah. and I I rewatch it. It's embarrassing. Yeah, because it's like in the business suite yeah. at the, at the condo yeah. building, like so. somewhere where you'd have like you know like a business conference meeting. Yeah, you know, and it was it just it, it felt so it felt so stiff and professional, <laughs> uh, just because of the setting we were in. Um, so that was in June or July and I wasn't asking her until December. Um, so I, we went, uh, on a trip to New York city, um, for eight days and I had decided I was going to propose on the Brooklyn bridge. However, I had read so many stories of people dropping the ring through the bridge to where I was like, I can't do that because I know I'll drop the ring. Oh no. So, so um, on the, uh, on the Brooklyn side, there's, um, I think it's called uh, Jane's carousel right over there where you're kind of overlooking the bridge. 
And I have a friend who I used to work with in Omaha, Nebraska, and she moved to Brooklyn. So I contacted her. I said, hey, can you be at this location around this time? I'm going to pretend that, you know, I want our picture taken. I'm going to give you the phone. She has no clue who you are. And I'm going to have you take pictures. I'm going to come over, look at them and say, well, I don't, you know, can you get a different one? That one's not that good. And I'd switch it to video and then we, she would record it. That was the plan. Um, so we got there. My friend was late. And then my wife decided to take a, a, a work call. So she's <laughs> on the work call. And the sun is slowly setting. <laughs> so it's starting to get more and more dark. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, my friend showed up. And I'm still waiting and waiting. So I'm, like, yelling over at my wife, are you done yet? Like, hurry up. Hurry up. Oh, he looks so livid. Oh, I, I, we were literally running out of time because it was going to be, it was going to be dark. Mm-hmm. So we weren't going to get it on video. It wasn't going to look, it wasn't going to look right. So she finally got off the phone. I handed it to my friend. She took a couple pictures. I went back. I said, "Eh." I did the whole thing. And the whole time I'm like, you know, my arm around her acting like we're taking a picture. And the entire time she's like, is that person going to steal your phone? What if she steals your phone? (laughs) What if she takes off with it? I'm like, it's fine. She's just taking a picture. And then, and then uh, I ended up getting down on one knee and um, and proposed. And then uh, she also didn't know that I had all of her family come to Ooh. New York, and they met us at a restaurant. And so we went back to the hotel, got ready, went to the restaurant. The host at the restaurant almost blew it because he said, "Oh yeah, your party's already seated." <laughs> And I'm like, I, I look at him, I go, oh, no, that's not us. It's just us two. And then he kind of gave me a look and I kind of looked at him like, and then luckily someone else came up and said, oh, no, you know, said something to him. He's like, oh, OK, sorry. I, I was thinking of someone else. But then we came around the corner and then her uh, her family was, was sitting there. And so we we enjoyed a nice meal afterwards. So I was pretty shocked, I have to say. So because <laughs> I was completely oblivious to everything. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, twists and turns. In that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, speaking about the ring, I think is that the first one? That's the first. Okay. Yeah. Ring. Um, somebody lost it, i.e. that was me. I, I mean, I felt really bad because I know I, I wore it to work and then when I came home, it was missing. But, oh, you know, no. yes, yeah, so I kind of spent the day trying to figure out how am I going to tell Chad Hey, you know, um, <laughs> who are you? I don't know, but but he was such he was so supportive, and he actually got me a second ring. So. I got her a second engagement yeah. ring. Yeah. To which, actually, I I like the second one better than the first there one. There you go. But yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I you know I can't fault someone for losing something something so small. So yeah. I actually, I wear my rings so rarely. I don't wear them in the house. Um, I actually only have them on today because um, I went home to help my parents with some medical stuff today. So I um, 
came back and I even I have like fake rings, no joke, like all over the house that because as a wedding photographer, I don't like to wear my rings when I'm handling gear either. So um, I totally understand. And you are definitely not alone in that because I have heard some really horrible stories about losing rings. Um, It is ironic, a little ironic that you were worried about losing it, Chad, on the bridge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then Johanna just lost it later. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. You two are so cute. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, so let's dish a little bit about your wedding day itself okay. and the planning process because I know there were a lot of moving parts for you in the actual process. Um, so what were the most important things that went into the initial planning part? Um, so like, were you super tied to the photographer or the venue or, and you know, what were the most important items for you to take off those first, uh, the list first? Yeah. Well, for me, it was definitely, um, you know, I was born in the Philippines and uh, my sisters and my parents moved to the U.S. when I was nine. So, um, and we visited, you know, every couple of years or so, but it was very important for me to, you know, have, um, you know, the Filipino culture um, represented in our, in our wedding. So, um, but when it, when it came to, as far as, um, the planning portion of it, um, so I started out doing all the planning, um, and this was before we decided to get a wedding coordinator. Um, I think the number one thing was venue, um, because at the time, um, our previous dog Cassius, who ended up passing away before the wedding, um, it was very important to find a venue that would allow for, for dogs to be inside. So that was, that was number one. And we found the venue that, um, they were very pet friendly. They actually have like pets in their office. So they were very cool about it. And so that was the very first thing was getting that venue. And, uh, luckily with the, uh, uh, with the venue, they had a, I think they had like a list of, uh, caterers who had catered there before. So I think it was also important that we got a caterer that wasn't the usual, you know, steak and fish or steak and chicken just because you know we're big foodies so we don't want like the average thing that everyone's had it it you know it all the other weddings which that's fine because i love steak but we just wanted to give everyone like something different um so that's how we actually found the caterer mm-hmm. and then they also um the venue uh, person I was working with there actually um, gave me the recommendation for our DJ. And after talking to him, I mean, he was I, really, really excited to do it because he heard some of our plans that we wanted to do. And he was like, I am totally in. So, so it kind of all fell into place once we got uh, the venue. It kind of branched off from there. But I think, I think uh, venue 
caterer and I think DJ were the three really big ones we wanted to concentrate on. And it was all around kind of, I think, building so that people would have a unique experience going to our wedding and just have fun. I mean, that's what it was about. I love that. And I love that you wanted to share culture, food experiences with people. Um, and that that was one of the really important parts of your wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so actually I hired, um, a friend who I used to work with and, uh, he's a Filipino event planner. So, um, he definitely worked with Chad with his star Wars vision and the Filipino version, I mean, vision. And so, um, so yeah, so he made it happen too. Yeah, getting the getting the first three things off the list were actually weren't that difficult, but uh, I was so glad that we had a wedding coordinator after mm-hmm. that because the amount of work that he did, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, after we got the big items, you know, checked off the list, it was incredible. I I seriously would have had a nervous breakdown if I had to deal with all that. Yeah, I feel you. That is definitely not something in my wheelhouse, even though I'm in the wedding industry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can help people execute their own day. I cannot do my own stuff. It's just yeah. not – logistics is not my strong suit for my own life. Yeah. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about what combining Filipino culture and Star Wars looked like in oh, your yeah. wedding day. <laughs> Chad, yeah. what did that look like? Um, to be honest, um, it, it wouldn't have went off as well as it did if it wasn't for our wedding uh, coordinator slash planner. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest the thought of the two even trying to come together it, you, you i'm i mean you just think train wreck but the way he did it as far as with the decor and stuff of course i picked out like a lot of the of the star wars decor i went on to etsy and i was just mm-hmm. like okay this is star wars but it's not over the top and it can blend in with other decor so that's kind of the way I went at it. But when you see it all put together, um, how he did it, it was incredible, I thought. I mean, they kind of seamlessly mixed together. Yeah. And so at each table, we had, uh, it was named after, what is it, like a Star Wars planet? A Star Wars planet. Yeah, I don't know what these things are called. But so it was, <laughs> and then at each table, we had this traditional Filipino um, round uh, lantern made of capiz shells so you know it's kind of a nice juxtaposition so um yeah yeah and then for the sign-in it was like a giant it was from etsy it was this, this giant wooden uh, what do you call that ship oh my Whatever. millennium falcon there you go and then you write you know your name and this little like wooden things and you put it into the falcon so yeah those touches yeah so it wasn't it wasn't like over the top star wars Mm -hmm. it was just little pieces like she said the signs um on the tables they were they had the planet name and then like a picture of the planet but i thought like all the different colors really mixed well Mm -hmm. with the colors that we chose um Mm -hmm. for that the wooden sign also went well with all the other decor Mm -hmm. because there was other wood things that we had there Mm -hmm. and then uh, for the 
wedding cake, we had a Star Wars sign on it, but it was purple and the wedding cake was also purple. So it, it all really matched well. Yeah, and also our invitations. Uh, we had um, one of, I think, my cousin's yeah. friend or girlfriend was an artist, and so she depicted uh, Chad as who again? Uh, not Han Solo. So, oh. well, first it was our first it was our save the date cards. Yeah. Um, to which I actually took. I looked online, and there's a, um, a comic book cover of Batman and Catwoman where they get married and they're walking out of the uh out of wherever it was i don't know if it was a church or whatever and then there was like the press and stuff down below taking pictures and so what i did is i forwarded that picture along with uh pictures of us and of cassius he was still alive at the time and there was a uh a comic book artist in virginia beach and he was able to take that, change it into where I was Han Solo, she was Princess Leia, and mm-hmm. Cassius was Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And so it had us <laughs> standing there. And then down below where they had all the paparazzi taking pictures, it was actually Star Wars characters. So uh, Luke, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Greedo, and Boba Fett, and I think some others were down there. Um, so that was kind of that was kind of cool it kind of let people know okay this is probably going to be a very different and fun wedding to go to and then our actual wedding invitations um there was a watercolor artist in the philippines and so i had sent along some ideas which was us sitting on a hill on a swing and then at that time, Cassius had passed away and we had we had gotten Dylan. So we wanted uh, Dylan on one side and then a forced ghost uh, Cassius on the other side on the swing. And then we're overlooking the moon, but the moon is actually the Death Star. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> so that was our actual invitations. That was unexpected. <laughs> Well, like, oh, it's a moon, but yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. To which then they they had, she put um, quote bubbles above us to do the famous line from Star Wars where, mm-hmm. where she's saying something like, oh, look at the moon. And to which I said, that's no moon because it's the Death Star, which is, <laughs> which is the, the line from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bubbles just totally above my head. Right yeah, now, so. a lot of our guests got it. I know, so. and a lot of our guests, a lot of my friends, they actually wanted to come dressed up as you know a character, and I was like, yeah, go for it. I mean, they didn't, but I know they wanted to. <laughs> so <laughs> I totally also would have wanted to. Yeah, and I think that you know the only other Star Wars things, the only other um, was that I walked down to a song from star wars uh uh, she walked out to a song from star wars and then once it was over we both walked out to a song from star wars and then we had a little treat um for our first dance and we did a lightsaber battle Mm -hmm. yep i remember us practicing in the basketball court behind our building i was very irritable (laughs) 
Well, we had like a few, I don't know. We didn't have enough time and I kept them like, you know, but it was good exercise. We, we, so. we had, so yeah. Um, real quick. The story was, is that, um, uh, when Cassius passed away, which was at the end of October and our wedding was the next year in April. Um, you know, I think going through that time, even when we got Dylan, it, it was just, you know, it was still like, because we had told our DJ, we're going to do a lightsaber battle. And then it's like, we didn't do it. We didn't even talk about it. We didn't do anything with it. I didn't want to do it at that point. I was just, you know, I was still heartbroken from, from losing him. And it was about two weeks before the wedding. And finally it was like, okay, we need to do it. And then so I choreographed it. We went and practiced it over and over mm -hmm. for two weeks. And mm -hmm. uh, we were able to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was all the Star Wars stuff that we did. Mm -hmm. The pictures were so good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you like them? I love it. I, it, I mean, how many people in the whole world have done a choreographed battle at their wedding for their first dance <laughs> you, yeah honestly you would be surprised if you go on youtube and look it up I actually and that's the thing is that i went online and looked at what some of the other people did i also went back to the star wars movies and watched to see some of the stuff they did so i could try to put put it together what we wanted to do there's some really good ones out there on youtube and there are some awful ones <laughs> And so my goal was do not be one of these awful ones that get on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I love that. I think that's so cool. It's something that's really unique to your personalities. Um, and I think it's really special that you followed through with it, even though I'm sure it was a really tough time leading up to that. I, I have never had a dog before Cluso, but I know that I – would be like absolutely devastated mm -hmm. um so i totally um i really respect that you followed through with it and pushed forward because it i'm sure it was something i i'm sure your friends are still talking about that <laughs> um yeah they are they i my uh best man he every once in a while he'll still bring it up and just say, I was just talking to my sons the other day about about your wedding, about how much fun it was. Oh, yeah, I love I think, that. You know, I think during one of the like when you were doing whatever, I was trying to hit you. I think my uncle was like, "Get him, get him!" So you know, all the uncles and the aunts, like, yeah, they were like really uh, riled up. So uh, they were, yeah, they were, and there was, yeah, there was cheers during you know, mm -hmm. the video. We have the video, and they're. People were cheering during it, and especially at the end of it, they were cheering. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we are going to take a super fast break on The Wedding Dish. We will be right back with Chad and Johanna. And we are back on The Wedding Dish. I am Sarah Alipin, your uh head table guide <laughs> in this situation. And we are here with Chad and Johanna, who are lovely humans based in the DC area. Um, and I wanted to ask you, um, 
Tell me, where did you get married? So we got married at the National Union Building in D.C. Um, it's right off of, I think, Ninth uh, and F Street Northwest. Is it F or E? Oh, I can't remember. F or E. I can't remember which one. It might be between them. <laughs> yeah, it's on. It's I know it's right next to District of Pi. Yeah, uh, and it's the across pizza from Shake place. Shack, so that's how I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And who were your other wedding vendors? So our caterer was B. Lynn, B as in boy, Lynn uh, Catering um, out of D.C. And then our um, DJ is Joel Bachelor. I know it's funny that his last name is Bachelor. <laughs> he does a wedding DJ. Uh, but he's um, he, he lives in Alexandria. Um, so that was our DJ, our... Um, our desserts were from Gwynny's Pastries in Rockville, in Rockville, yep. Rockville Maryland. Um, they do Filipino desserts. Mm -hmm. So they did our entire dessert table and mm -hmm. actually our, our wedding cake as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then Ted Martinez and no relation. Um, yeah. So he uh, is a professional event planner and he's based in Virginia Beach, but he does every, he goes everywhere around the world. And I met him actually in New York City and he does all kinds of events. So, um, so yeah, he was, and he has so many, um, he's a, he has a really good network. He does. Vendors, he so. has a great network. Yeah. And the fu funny story is that right after our wedding, he actually was planning a wedding for someone who lives two blocks from us. Oh, yeah. oh really? Arlington. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so, so funny. He is worldwide. <laughs> he is. And he's great. I mean, um, very meticulous with yep. the details. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like I said uh, previously, as far as um, seamlessly wor working the Star Wars and the Filipino aspect and just everything else together to make our wedding what it was, was just incredible. Because in my mind, I'm thinking this is going to look very gaudy and horrible. How I had it in my mind. And then I saw it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. That I love hearing that. I I mean, the pictures, like I would have imagined that you thought the entire time it was going to be like the greatest thing ever. Um, and we'll share those if you all will send them to us on our Instagram. Oh, yeah, totally. Yep. Um, yep. But uh, – we talked about the Star Wars piece. Let's talk a little bit about what Filipino traditions you incorporated outside of the dessert. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, um, I think I forgot it was several months before um, the month we got married. And I was uh, I visited the Philippines with my sister and I was like, I need to get um, a dress, you know, for the wedding. So it, I didn't get like a traditional um, Filipino wedding dress, but it was definitely, you know, it had a Filipino style. So, um, so I wore that dress, um, after the actual ceremony. So during the reception, you know, I was able to dance more freely. Um, and then during our actual ceremony, we incorporated some of the, um, Filipino Catholic traditions. Um, so we had the veil, which, um, veil on the cord, veil on the cord. And of course, you know, the symbolism right now escapes me, but it's something about, you know, we're connected for life. Um, 
And then there's also, um, I gave Chad like this, uh, some coins and it's supposed to represent wealth. So uh, that better happen. And then <laughs> I can't remember, but there's so many, but um, well, those were the. Well, um, I mean, I can jump in a little bit yeah. here because you're forgetting a lot of stuff, okay, but that's sorry. okay. <laughs> um, when she went over to the, to the Philippines and that was in January oh, okay. that you went. Um, she was able to get a lot of the decor oh, as far as um, a lot of the lanterns and yeah. kind of the the uh, the pieces for the table. Mm-hmm. Um, she was able to get those there, um, so they were authentically Filipino, mm-hmm. and she that. had yeah, and she had those shipped over here. Um, so that's kind of where you know they got the decor. I think. Um, the way that the planning and the way I was talking was, I think she was a little worried that there wasn't going to be enough uh, yes. Filipino influence to the wedding, which I told her, don't worry, there will be, there will no, be. But at, at the beginning, though, because I was like, oh, you know, I want to have either, you know, like a dancer or like a performer and or performance. And Chad kept on saying like, no, 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 no. But then I was surprised. Yeah. So. I think it was, um, it would have been, oh gosh, um, probably the summer, the, uh, the year before our wedding. And I contacted our, uh, our wedding planner, um, Ted. And I said, I really want to get a Filipino dance group and have them come and perform some of the traditional Filipino folk dances. I, I went online, I watched some of the videos, some of them are really cool. And I was like, wow, that would be so much fun. And, and a nice surprise for, well, not only Johanna, but for her family that all came over from the Philippines or, or, you know, or here in the States, but, but traveled here. So we, he went to work for me. He sent me, you know, a couple groups and I ended up picking one that was out of Virginia beach um, we kind of had to sneak behind her back and go to the venue with, uh, the leader of the dance group. Mm-hmm. And we kind of talked through what we wanted and then they were there, um, the day of the wedding and, uh, during the meal, then they announced that, um, that I had had this surprise. And so, so they started, and this is one I have to tell, this is probably one of the funnier things that happened during the wedding is that we're sitting there and, you know, they're starting to dance and I'm excited. I'm like, all right, I did this, you know, great surprise. And, uh, Johanna leans over to me to whisper to me. And I thought, wow, she's really gonna, you know, like, she's going to think this is great. I can't believe he did this for me. So she leans over and she says, how long is this going to (laughs) take? So I looked at her, I was like, I was like, are you serious? No. And she's like, no, I just want to know how long they're going to be. And I said, it's not going to be forever. But so, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> so the context to that was that when she went over in mm-hmm. Jan, was it January? Yeah, yeah. So they had a surprise party for her grandma, a birthday party for her grandma, but it was also like, um, an engagement yeah. or wedding type party for her. Mm-hmm. They also had a Filipino dance group and apparently they danced for like an hour and a half. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> the 
context. So that's where it came from. She was like, they are not going to be here dancing for an hour and a half, are they? And I was also worried about people's eardrums because the music is blaring. So that's where it was coming from. But I thought it was, of course, very sweet. It was great. And everyone loved it. (laughs) Especially especially a lot of the non-Filipinos. Because, I mean, they'd never seen anything like that before. And they really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great. They are very talented. Mm-hmm. So. But it was funny. It's <laughs> amazing. It reminds me of like a kid at church. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> How long is this going to take? I know. <laughs> like so that, that was funny. And then I, I think also like the, you know, the Filipino desserts, for a lot of my guests, that's the first time they ever experienced mm-hmm. Filipino desserts. Now, I had already experienced a lot of them, of course, also with the tasting. But there was a lot of ube, which is like a purple yam, like a sweet yam. You know, you hear it and you're like, a yam? Like that? Like with a dessert? You know, that's kind of not what you think. But when you taste it, I mean, it is incredible. So a lot of them, that's the first thing they had it. And, uh, you know, they, most people loved it. So I know my family really liked it, liked the ube. So That's so cool. I love that. I love that you did that. I, and all of the surprises that went into this for, for Joanna. Yeah. Yeah, it was very thoughtful. Yeah. I have to say, you know, Chad really was the planner and I was more like the payer. Like I just paid for a lot of the stuff, the stuff but Chad was really, was really great. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there was a lot of surprises, and I think that's really um, why most of the people really enjoyed it and still still talk about it two years later. Like a lot of them came up and said, "I have never been to a more fun wedding than this one." They're like, "It was surprise after surprise after surprise." <laughs> you know, during during the ceremony, during the reception. So you know that's. That's kind of as far as what we wanted to go for, you know, it, it worked perfectly um, as far as, you know, making people really enjoy the wedding. I love that. And really showcasing who you are separately and together and really bringing all of the pieces of your personality together into one amazing celebration. Yeah. Mm Yeah. And then also, I think, um, you know, both the best man speech and then the uh, bridesmaid speeches were great. Um, They everyone had a good laugh during my best man speech, because my best man and I have been friends for 40, almost 43 years. So I met him when I was three and he was four years old. My mom babysat him. So that's when we met. And so obviously he knows everything about me for the past 43 years. And so that got thrown into the speech. He had a slideshow as well. Um, So (laughs) it it was, uh, that was another element. And I told him, because he asked, is there any off-limit subjects? And I said, no. I said, you know what to say and probably what not to say in front of people. Um, so I just let him go and I just said, make it good. Just make sure it's good. 
Cluzo is rooting for for you in this. He can you hear his little woofs? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't think I'm the only dog here today. <laughs> yeah, he's probably the only active <laughs> active dog there today because Dylan's not doing anything. <laughs> well, speaking of Dill, I know it was really important for you two to include him in your wedding day. And I know there were some obstacles surrounding that and a lot of logistics. Um, so I would love to hear a little bit about how you, how, what that process was like, um, how you kind of overcame some of those obstacles and what the logistics ended up shaking out as during the actual wedding day. Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, the, the first part was that, you know, it was supposed to be Cassius who was supposed to be in the wedding. And I, I had Cassius for almost 10 years. So during that 10 years, I was like, when I get married, when I, whenever I get married, I want, you know, Cassius has to be there. And so leading up and then, um, October 30th, the year before, is when uh, he passed away. We had we had to put him down. Um, so, you know, I was kind of crushed. Um, you know, it was supposed to be him who was there. Um, and then, you know, I'd always said, I- I'm not going to get another dog so soon after Cassius left. Because I think Cassius and I were very, very close. However... A month after he passed, I was like, I am lonely as far as a dog. Um, obviously, I yes. <laughs> live with Johanna. Yes, thanks, thanks. So I, it wasn't that I was lonely that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing is, is that a lot of times she wouldn't get home until mm-hmm. until late. So I would get home around 4 or 4.30 from work, and then she wouldn't get home until like nine or nine thirty. Well, that's like five hours. I'm just sitting here by myself. Yeah. So it was like, you know, that, that time I wish I had another dog here. So, you know, we adopted Dylan and then of course now Dylan takes the place of, of Cassius. So, um, and Dylan is just, uh, you know, after we adopted him, I mean, just realized he is the most mellow Mm -hmm. dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is just mellow. I mean, really just, I just stand around and don't move much and kind of just sleep on the couch all day. Um, So I I think probably the biggest stress, at least for me that I had Mm -hmm. leading up to the wedding was, how do we get him there? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, how is he going to be at the wedding? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the part of the reception, who's going to take him back to our place? And, you know, what time? There was just a lot of logistics as far as we had to figure out what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. The hardest part is that Dylan does not walk very well with Meaning not that, oh, he can't walk. He doesn't want to walk. So that was the big issue and realizing that he walks the best with me out of anyone. So it's like I can't be there the whole time to walk him. 
And so we just kept thinking, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then our neighbors next door, I mean, they absolutely love Dylan. So, um, so they had volunteered to come into our condo, get him, take him there and then bring him back. And then I'm sitting there thinking, well, I don't want them to miss the cocktail hour. I don't want them to miss part of the meal. I don't want them to miss part of the dancing. So he just said, well, I'll just keep him there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he said, after it's over, then I'll just bring him back and, you know, I'll make sure he does his thing outside and then I'll walk him up and, you know, just, you know, we knew as soon as he got back inside, he'll just lay down on the couch. He'll sleep all night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's one of the more important things that we, you know, figured out. And I wish that more people, um, so I know a lot of people like to have their pets in their weddings. And I think it's important just to ask the people around you if they can help or a family member, if they can help, because more than likely there are other people very close to you who absolutely love your dog and would love nothing more than to be able to spend time with, with them. If, you know, they, they can help out and they want to help out because they know it's your day. You have already have enough on your plate. So a lot of people are willing to help out. You just, you know, you just need to ask. Yeah, it definitely can't be you as the couple mm-hmm. um, being the primary caregiver for the dog that day. You are taking care of every person who is attending your wedding. So you can't be additionally taking care of, you know, all of the other pieces that are moving. Um so I think that's really awesome that your um, neighbor volunteered it also because your neighbor really knows Dylan um, and knows, you know, his ins and outs, his personality, little things he does when he might have to go to the bathroom. Um, I'm guessing you see your neighbor almost every single day. So, um, and your neighbor knows the weight of, <laughs> of <Dylan. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's the other thing is it. um, you know, it's not like Dylan is a small dog that, you know, one of us could just put in our pocket and carry him around the whole night or, you know, put him in a tiny bag. He's, you know, a 90 pound pit bull. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, also, you know, it's also as far as having a pit bull, a lot of people who are there haven't been around one before. Um, you know, my, my mom, um, I took Cassius back home in 2009, and when she first heard that I was bringing a pit bull, she was frightened to death. Well, she also doesn't allow dogs in her house. Um, however, <laughs> Cassius stayed in in the house um, just because it was very cold. It was very mm-hmm. snowy, and I'm like, there's nowhere for him to go. I don't, you know. So uh, after we were there. We got stuck inside because of a big snowstorm for two weeks. She absolutely fell in love with Cassius. And then I think that was her first, um, you know, experience with a pit bull. And she realized, oh, uh, what I see and hear on the news isn't really true. So when we got Dylan, you know, she already she's already known one pit bull. And I said, Dylan is way less active than Cassius was. <laughs> Um, 
you know, and, and so I think the other thing that was hard is again, Dylan doesn't like to walk. I mean, he's just, you know, not a great walker. And he's a he's a stop and smell the flowers kind of guy. He, he definitely is. is. He, is. he definitely yes. is. <laughs> and yeah, so I had no idea how long it was going to take for us to walk down the aisle because um, he was the ring bearer. Yeah. So I had no idea how long it was going to take us. So, um, like I told you earlier, I told the DJ, put my, the song I'm walking down to on loop because this is going to take a while. <laughs> However, I thought he would literally stop at every single person to say hello. Yeah. Cause that's just Dylan. Yeah. However, he didn't, he went and he actually stopped by our neighbor cause he knew him uh-huh. and said hello. And, and then we went right up front. So it didn't take very long, um, during the wedding, really all he did is, he stood there for a little bit. He walked over, said hello to my mom, and then he came back over and he laid down. And that yeah. was that was what he did. The rest of the night, that's what he did was yep. just lay down. Yep. That checks out. <laughs> yeah, during, uh, during the reception, we had a photo booth. You know, we had like the big backdrop and we had like lightsabers for some of the props and stuff. Well, Cassius, or Cassius, uh, Dylan had wandered into the photo booth area and laid down. (laughs) And so everyone everyone actually, when they went in there, they actually had to step over him (laughs) to get in to take the picture. They would step over and his tail would just whap the floor and then he would kind of lift his head up and then he would just lay it back down. (laughs) So that's where he spent most of the time. That checks out too. (laughs) Little background. I, well, I think I already told the story on the podcast about how we met, but Clouseau is super active. Like he might be the polar opposite of Dill. And so when he, of course, goes right over to Chad and Dill and starts like jumping all over Dill. <laughs> and I was like, what is this big dog going to think about my crazy little like brachycephalic French bulldog breathing heavily in his face and jumping at him? And he's just like, whatever, man, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, we've had so many puppies young dogs and puppies in our neighborhood and they all come up and they jump on his face. They bite his face. One dog like grabbed his neck, neck rolls and like started running off with his neck rolls uh, trying to anyway. And he just stands there and he's just like, okay. He's like, whatever. Yeah. He's like the dog that doesn't need chill paws. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that he was able to be at your wedding day. Um, And I know there are so many more logistics. You know, if you had to like find someone that was going to be able to get him in and out of a car or something that didn't know him in advance. I mean, he's a big dude. Like it does. He doesn't sound that big when you say his weight, but he's like, he's muscle. He's Mm. like, he's a brindle beefcake, man. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that when we first met him, I was like, good Lord, (laughs) this dog is huge. (laughs) 
when you're around him every day, now it's like, I don't think he's that yeah, big. Yeah. But when when you walk out and someone new sees him, they're like, whoa, look at the size of that dog. And I hear it and I'm like, I don't think he's that big anymore. Yeah. That's what I think. But I see him every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's super funny. He has a ton of personality in the most chill way that yeah. there has ever been. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, I am so glad that you all were able to be here today. Um, I'm so thankful that you were willing to share your wedding story and um, and all of these stories about your relationship and how you two, you know, came together in such a perfect combination of your backgrounds and your passions and brought your joy to all of the people that attended your wedding. Um, so how can people find you and Dill online? <laughs> <clears throat> so we are on Instagram um, and the handle is Dill underscore pickle underscore and underscore his underscore dad. That's a lot, I know. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's how you can find us. Um, it was originally my page, and then it it has easily morphed over to uh, mostly stuff with dill. Yeah, so it has a lot of dill, but then it also has some foodie experiences. So, um, <laughs> and occasionally little wedding photos, which reminded me to ask you to be on the podcast. So it was yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Two years. It sometimes feels like 20. Oh, I know. Sometimes feels like the wedding was yesterday. Yeah, especially with, you know, the pandemic where who knows what time is anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. That is unfortunately all we have time for today. Um, But thank you all so much for joining us. And um, make sure you follow Dill and Dill Pickle and his dad on Instagram with underscores all between for all the good stuff um, and tons of dog adventures because they are never not on the move. And while you're there, you can follow The Wedding Dish at The Wedding Dish Podcast, also very long. Um, We don't go short on this episode, apparently, on social media. And if you would like to be a guest on The Wedding Dish, swing on over and apply at theweddingdishpodcast.com. Um, you can find our guests, um, you can find our show notes and our transcripts because we are committed to accessibility at The Wedding Dish and um, all kinds of goodies and photos of this amazing event. So definitely make sure you swing by to check those out. And then um, tune in next week. We have another amazing guest. I'm super excited. I'm not going to give you any teasers. You're going to have to wait. This is a hard cliffhanger stop on this episode. And um, again, thank you so much for being here. It was really lovely to have this conversation with you. Thank you. We had a good time. I actually really appreciate this. So thank you so much. Oh, yay. I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) Have a great rest of your day, everyone. And we will catch you next week on The Wedding Dish. Bye.